0: It's time to talk Ducks football with Ducks radio analyst Mike Jorgensen. This is The Shake-Up, brought to you by Sherry's Cafe and Pies. This month's tailgater pie special is Sherry's gold medal champion fresh blueberry sour cream lemon pie. Grab one for your football party on 750 and 102.7 The Game. Yeah, it is time for The Shake-Up, and he joins us every week, your radio analyst for the Oregon Ducks, Mike Jorgensen. Mike, how are you?
1: Hey, Rags, how's it going, man?
0: Well, it's going pretty good. You know, I'm kind of glad this segment's come up because uh I'm yeah, just Jeez. worn out. I mean, I'll get your take on it. I mean, you're getting all this bad. You're an NFL fan. I mean, you're getting worn out too, right?
1: Oh, well, I got worn out when the Lions just humiliated by Giants <laughs> on Monday night. I mean, I was worn out on Monday before this even started happening. So, yeah, it's not been a good week, and just – uh just sad. just sad i well, mean it's just
0: yeah my goodness what is going on it is uh c- kind of unbelievable well here's one thing you want a role model you got a role model. role model he's the quarterback for the oregon ducks and marcus mariata i mean uh what can you say about the kid i mean that's someone you want to look up to
1: well, I think you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's he is a breath of fresh air. There's no doubt about that. I mean, what what he does and how he goes about it um, is is a model. And I mean, we've we've been very fortunate here in Eugene and the University of Oregon has to to have a kid like that representing you know the school first of all, uh, this Eugene Springfield community around here, the the football team and the athletic department. I mean, he is he is a guy to look to, and that's the way you want to see it done. And uh, you know, I mean, he's just and obviously i mean in that game the michigan state game as a uh, as a quarterback was uh, the huge reason why everything happened the way it did i've never seen a game a big game between two highly ranked teams like that, whether it's a bowl that Oregon has played in, in the past or a regular season game, I've never seen it flip upside down mm. in a matter of two plays just like that, and all of a sudden it's a completely different
0: game. And that guy had a lot to do with it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, you've been calling a lot of games there. Uh, where does the stadium atmosphere rank? That game, those moments in the second half, just the way that stadium was reacting, where does that game rank in, in all the games you've done there?
1: Well, it, it rates right up there with the, with the top ones. And, I mean, we talked about it last week with a lot of different people as to what, what were the biggest games, conference or non-conference, that, that people had seen at Autzen Stadium. And, you know, Michigan rated right up there when Lloyd Carr came in and Chad Haney and company. And, and it was just out of control because of the way the game started and the way it was played. Uh, USC on Halloween about three or four years ago was that way. This one ranked right up there. I think it was, you know, easily as good as, as those better in certain ways, and better in particular because of the way they won the game. It was almost that little bit of a Mm. monkey on their back that Stanford, you know, the Michigan State is Stanford. They're physical. They're everything else that goes with it. And can you handle a physical team? And boy, at halftime it looked like both hands were around their throat and they were in big-time trouble, and yet they got off the mat and they responded. So, in a different way, I I think it was one of the best of all time in that stadium I've seen.
0: Well, I talked to Coach Helfrich yesterday and we're talking with Mike Jorgensen on the Shake Up here, Ducks Radio, and I asked him, is it Is it extra special the way you won the game? And he gave me the standard answer, well, we want to win every game, so it doesn't really matter. But it had to feel pretty good against a Big Ten team to to take a punch and then deliver like five back and win.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going, to be, they're going to try to be as straightforward about it as they can. And, and I, uh, that's the exact answer I would expect from him uh, or any of his coaching staff and that type of deal. But at the same time, the way they did respond really did have meaning to it. And and, and the guys that made some of the plays, besides a Marcus Mariota, besides a Troy Hill or an Ifo Ekbrelomu, the guys that are a little bit older up there, a lot of the big plays were made by true freshmen or redshirt freshmen. And so for those guys to learn that type of a lesson at such a young age age or young experience level in college football i mean we'll see in time how far that takes them but those are the type of lessons that you want to learn i mean you know everybody that's an oregon duck fan would love to see him win 62 to 13 every week and do that to some of the best teams in the country but at the same time i don't think you'll learn sometimes as much as you do in the way that that one played out this last saturday
0: all right we got wyoming tomorrow early morning 11 a.m how about they got to get up early tomorrow yeah. mikey yeah, yeah, we're, we're kind
1: of wondering whether biscuits and gravy is going to be the <laughs> meal up in the press box. That's kind of what we're hoping. So, this, yeah, it's it's a it's an early one. There's no doubt about it. This
0: is an experienced team, and uh, one thing's for sure, they're going to be well coached. Because let's face it, Bull knows how to win with NDSU.
1: Oh boy, does he ever? I mean he personally has a 26game winning streak going she right does. now with this 2 yep. and0 start here and that type of deal, but 104 32 at North Dakota State, I think everybody knows it, three consecutive FCS championships, uh, you know, just a tremendous coach, disciplined coach you see it in this team. I mean they're very good defensively right now, not scoring as many points as they're probably going to need to tomorrow to be able to keep up, but they play great defense, three penalties in two games. They're very, very disciplined about what they do. they don't make mistakes. But, you know, the main thing is they're going to have to score points in tomorrow's game. Their defense, I don't think, can carry them all the way through this one. But, boy, they're on the, they're on the rebound, and he's a great guy to do it with.
0: Uh, we're talking with Mike Jorgensen, the Duck Radio Analyst, on the shakeup. All right, uh, just plain and simple, it, does Thomas Tyner concern you yet?
1: No, no, not at all. I I think that uh, you know that game last week was a very physical game. Um, All it takes is a little shot here or there on a shoulder or on a knee or on a leg or whatever else it is that you know can kind of bang you up a little bit. It sounds like he had you know kind of a shoulder stinger in that game. By all means, no. I I think that uh, that three-headed monster is going to be working just fine. And different guys in different games, depending on the matchup, are going to step forward because of the style of football that they play. Byron Marshall in the first game, almost one hundred yards rushing over 100 yards receiving he's going to play a big role in that back type of situation thomas tyner depending on how many carries he gets and in and what type of situation he's going to pop some big ones just like royce freeman has and royce freeman is royce freeman he is a mm-hmm. stud boy
0: i tell you what and we'll be enjoying him for the years to come there's no doubt about that uh Efo, yeah. should he be returning punts
1: uh yeah i think the, you know the philosophy of the coaches has always been you know you put your best players on the field to make the, the the best plays you can, particularly in big games. I, I can't say that Efo is going to be back there on every punt return um, against Wyoming. It depends on the game type of situation, but when it comes to games like that, he's a very short, sure-handed returner, number one. He's pretty exciting, number two. And so in games like Michigan State and Pac-12 games as the season goes on, you're going to see him back there. Now, if they gain control of the game and they're up by three or four scores, you're not going to see him back there. And so you know, right now, he's the number one guy that's the punt returner, um, I think, until they call off the dogs, or until you know they get a big time type of lead. But yes, I think you put your best players on the field, let them make plays.
0: Now you just admitted you're a Giants fan. So what happens when they play the Eagles? Now, I mean, I mean that's got to be a little rough on you, huh?
1: Um, I know. I'm still a Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs> As much as, it, as much as it hurts the last couple of two or three years, it really hurts. But, no, I, li- I like the Eagles and and uh, always enjoyed Chip, and it was a great time working with him here. Uh, and, you know, some of the Duck players were on that team. But I'm a Giants fan. I've been a Giants fan since Fran Tarkington was playing there, man. So, you know, I'm still going to stick with them. Every once in a while they wake up and win a Super Bowl. That's
0: right. That's all they do is just win Super Bowl. They take four years off and then win a Super Bowl. Uh, all right, let me, you know, this is where you make your money. You got Wyoming at 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, you're a radio analyst. You know, but let's say early fourth quarter, keep me on the radio dial. How are you going to do that, Mike? <laughs> how am I going to do
1: that? I, I, well, hey, my mo- Hey, listen, my mom called me today because I make the best jam in the Northwest, okay? Strawberry jam, peach jam, raspberry jam. I'm going to be telling little stories there about my mom calling me, asking me how I do my jam instead of me calling her and asking her how she does her jam. That's what we're going to be talking about.
0: All right, exclusive. Uh, Ten minutes to go in the, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Mike Jorgensen's jam. Peach, Reci- peach, a peach jam, jam recipe, recipe uh, yeah, it's called Jorgie's almost
1: famous jam. Okay, yeah, look, so if you ever need any, you come down to a game. Just let me know, Rags, when you're coming to a game. <laughs> I'll bring you a bottle.
0: Look, all joking aside, it, it is a college football game. You never know what's going to happen, so we hope you know. We hope everything's going to be okay. And you look around the Pac-12 right now. It, it had a, a little bit of a shakeup over last weekend with Stanford uh, just handing a game to USC. And, you know, I ask you, you know, does one loss still get you in that Final Four if you come out of the? Pac-12? Well,
1: yeah, I think it does absolutely I do. I mean, I guess it depends on who that loss would be against if you lose one in the Pac-12. I mean, if you know if somebody falls to a team that's at the bottom of their particular division, and it's the one loss you get tripped up on, eh, that might hurt you a little bit. But at the same time, I fully expect somebody in the Pac-12, I don't expect anybody to run to run the table. I mean, I just don't think anybody is going to run the table. Now, UCLA has disappointed people, I think, a little bit in their early play, and they've got Texas tomorrow. We'll find out a little bit more about them. But I still it's going to be tough for anybody to run the league undefeated. So, you know, but I still think somebody can get in there with one loss uh into the final four, maybe at the number four position. But boy, I'll tell you what, you you do not want to chance it because there could be three or four undefeated teams or a one loss SEC team and does that get the one loss SEC team over a Pac twelve team? So it to be a tough road to hoe.
0: It almost makes Stanford more dangerous now when when we play them because they have to beat Oregon or they'll never be considered.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, they, they they cannot lose another game by all means, and losing one in the league already really really hamstrings them all together. But it's I tell you what, it's going to be an interesting season. You if you can get road victories in this league, you're going to be in great shape, I think.
0: Mike, do I have to wait till the fourth quarter to get this recipe? Can uh, put you on hold? You, you send it to my producer. Can, can we work this <laughs> out? I, you know, God love you. I want to listen to the entire game, but you know, I kind of want I might wanna, I might want to make it tonight.
1: Yeah, no, you don't get the recipe. You can, just, you can just have the jam when you come to the game. So when you're coming down, you got to get down here.
0: So. Oh. but Mike, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. And go Ducks. Uh, should be, a, hopefully, an easy win this weekend.
1: Yeah, it should be a good game. So thanks, Rex, for having me on. appreciate no, it.
0: No problem. That, of course, is Mike Jorgensen with the shakeup, up uh, talking some Oregon Ducks football right there.